Martha Bernays and her sister Mina lived together forty years in Vienna with the five children of the Freud's family, and shared the love of one of the scientists that made the greatest contribution to the change of sexual behaviors during the twentieth century. Scene 1. Freud's Home Living Room of Sigmund Freud's Home in Vienna With the classical look of the bourgeoisie homes at the end of the nineteenth century, Martha Bernays, wife to Sigmund Freud, around thirty-five years old, well-rounded, maternal-looking, is sitting at the table holding papers in her hand. Mina Bernays, her sister, younger and much more attractive, is sitting at her side. Both sisters look very much the same, but are very different in their attitude. Martha is slow and boring, while Mina is funny and witty. The table is set for tea. They pour and drink while chatting. Martha. Oliver is energy in constant movement, never still, never tired. Martin is a troublemaker, always misbehaving, naughty, naughty boy. Ernest, always fighting, with the lisping, and with so many problems at school. Just because of that, Sophie eats very little, and needs laudanum every night to be able to sleep, and Anna is just a baby. We don't know yet how she's going to turn out. Nina. I see everything is still working like clockwork. It's like in the army, your rules, your husband, your children, your home is your kingdom. Martha. That is so, thanks to God. How come we've been so lucky? Mina. And Oliver? Still writing? Martha. It's his calling, like the father. He just wrote a poem for school. Poem? What subject? I don't know, actually. I didn't read it. With six children, always one is sick. I'm always running behind. How fortunate, Mina, you can stay with us for a while. The children adore you. They always keep asking. And taunt Mina? Freud enters. He looks stressed. And carries an envelope in his hand. He looks around forty years old, bearded. Moves slowly, and his presence is impressing. He distills authority and temple. He becomes surprised when noticing the presence of Mina. He approaches her and kisses her hand gallantly. Freud. Why should we deserve such an unexpected pleasure? Mina. I was kicked out from my job. Again? Again. Too nice. Too clever. Not your nature to be in service to other ladies. Doesn't matter how noble they are and how Aryans. Mina. A single woman doesn't have options. Escort lady is quite honorable. How long will you be staying with us this time? Martha. Siggy, she just arrived. Don't get started with your never-ending questions. What is that envelope? Dreyfus gets his medals stripped off. Instead, I don't get them. But it is the same humiliation. What do you mean? I was not appointed professor at the university. Again. To Mina. Since many years ago, I'm a private docent. Pro bono. Not a real professor. Appointed and included in the payroll. Martha to Mina. All his colleagues were already appointed. Many years ago. To Freud. You always are lagging behind. And you still refuse to use the protection that some patients with good connection can do for— Freud cuts the phrase with impatience. The appointment has to be grounded on my merits. Not on political maneuvering of friends, don't you understand? Martha. 
Facts are facts, and you have to accept them. If the facts don't change, you should change. Any other piece of advice? Yes, you could try to be nicer. Friendly, maybe. You say my appointment doesn't happen because I'm not friendly. I don't. People talk, I hear. But you repeat it. It's just the same. Who's talking? People. People. But I put people. Hospital people. University people. 